Welcome to this week's episode of How's Me Manage, where we aim to inspire, bring joy, and teach you ways to better manage yourself. My name is Britt Schrift, and on today's episode, we are going to dig into a bit of an uncomfortable topic, but one that many of us, if we can admit to it, have fallen victim to at one time or another, and that is comparison syndrome. It's been found that up to 10% of our thoughts involve comparison of some kind. That's a lot. We do it so much that often we don't even realize that we're doing it or the harm that it's causing. We compare ourselves to others' salaries and job titles, how quick they get a promotion, and even to characteristics or traits that others have. So things like intellect and charisma. It's how we've been trained to develop our own self-esteem. But the extent to which we do it truly isn't healthy and can create some deep-rooted resentment and even stunt our own personal growth. So in this episode, we're going to talk about where this all actually comes from and then some ways you can begin to intercept this thought pattern the next time that it happens and really refocus your attention on what truly matters, which is you and your journey. So let's jump in. I want to start off by talking about what exactly this idea of comparison syndrome, or you'll hear myself in this episode and and other people also call it maybe a comparison trap or comparison game. So what it actually is. Um, Comparison is a form of the inner critic in which we experience despair from envy and define ourselves as failures in light of another person's success. So what's interesting is that it actually is caused by a perceived deficiency. So and talent, accomplishments, success, skills, you perceive that you are deficient, or maybe you actually are, and then that anxiety around a deficiency isn't corrected, it then rolls right into comparison syndrome. So at first, you are dealing with maybe some issues of low self-esteem, and then as you continue to compare yourself, you get envious, and then you get sucked into the comparison trap. And what's really fascinating about all of this is that it actually ties back to our childhood. We begin this game from a very young age. As humans, we all have a perception of who we are as an individual. So self-image, self-esteem, whatever you want to call it, but we all create it for ourselves and that in turn shapes our personality. The thing is you can't create an image or viewpoint of yourself or your own self-esteem without comparing yourself to other people. You can't know if you're strong or good at something, and alternatively, if you're bad at something without looking at those around you. So we start doing this at such a young age, but it's not something that we do inherently, but we're actually conditioned into doing it. As children, we move from speaking about ourselves in a singular and concrete way, so saying things like, I'm tall or I'm older than my sister, into being able to differentiate ourselves and describe desirable and undesirable qualities about ourselves. So we start saying things like, Bob isn't as smart as me, or I'm bad at football. And as I mentioned, other people are teaching us to do this. So our parents, our peers, just the the circle of people that really surround you. But in turn, we do it to others as well. So For example, here in the U.S., um, we received grades on tests while we were in school. And as you got older, if your teacher curved the grade, um, yours went up or down based upon how everyone else in the class did. Watching TV or movies, you would see the things or possessions um, that other people had and you would compare your life to them. Maybe you were constantly compared by your parents to your sibling. Um, There's just so many examples of this. Even I remember my mom 
um, has told me the story many times of taking me to preschool and overhearing the parents already judging their children's accomplishments and comparing them to what other children were doing in the class. They would stand in a circle outside and talk about it. They'd even talk about what they would need to get their child to do to look better than the other kids to get into the right college. And we were only three years old when they were talking about this. So it happens in so many ways. And it's kind of alarming when you truly think about it. So if we're conditioned into doing this from such a young age, so young that we can't even pinpoint when it starts to happen, it's no wonder that we still carry this practice with us to this day. And it really comes to a head at work. It is something that we all deal with at different points in our careers. I reached out to a handful of different people who were younger than me and older than me and at different points in their careers than me. And across the board, every single person admitted to dealing with this off and on over the years. We compare ourselves to our teammates, to our colleagues, both in the workplace, but outside of work and really to everyone around us constantly. And if we feel inadequate compared to them, eventually those feelings when left unchecked snowball right into the envy that I mentioned earlier. And in doing my research on this topic, I thought the envy piece was super compelling. Envy is a reaction to the feeling of lacking something. That in and of itself is pretty straightforward. So if someone has something that you don't, you might become envious. But envy is actually grounded in what's called the scarcity mentality. The idea that there is only so much to go around, that there's only so many pieces to the pie in life and someone got your piece. The problem with that line of thinking, though, is it creates deep resentment. And this actually brings us to really the two biggest reasons why we have to figure out a way to deal with this comparison syndrome or trap. And the first is that it stops us from reaching our own goals, but also that it has the potential to stall or even damage our relationships. So if we look at this first one, it stops you from achieving your goals It really comes down to the fact that when you spend more time focusing on where other people are at in life, it is almost impossible to fully dedicate the time, the effort, the energy, really everything you have into your own personal journey and growth and career aspirations. And I'm going to dig more into this one in just a minute when I close out the episode with with a few ideas on how to get in front of this, but it is real. When you spend too much time focusing on the lane next to you, you will slow your own car down. And the other thing I mentioned earlier in terms of how the comparison trap or gain can hurt you is also when it comes to relationships. And this is a big one. People want to be around other people that make them feel good. It's just the truth. So if we're constantly comparing ourselves to the people that we're around the most, eventually that will turn into resentment. And I can promise as much as we think that we do a good job of hiding it, people can tell when we're envious of them. They can tell when you think that you should have, let's say, you know, gotten the promotion over them. They can tell when you think you're more deserving of something. We are not professional actors, and more often than not, people can read us. Um, On top of that, if you compare yourself to someone, and maybe you're not envious, but you just flat out feel bad about yourself, and you're constantly bringing that up to them, it's going to be frustrating for that person. There's nothing wrong with showing vulnerability every now and then about something upsetting you or an insecurity that you have. That's healthy, but just make sure you're not going overboard. You don't want others to feel guilty talking about their own accomplishments or feeling like 
they need to hide things. Your relationship with your teammates, your colleagues, the people that you surround yourself with at work are your greatest resources, and they just make work fun and enjoyable. So don't let that comparison have any negative potential impact on the relationships. So I think we're now all on the same page here about how unhealthy comparison is, and I want to go over a few ideas on how to get in front of it. There's just two. I want to keep it short and sweet, and I truly feel like these are really the best ways that you can begin to intercept those negative thought patterns and learn to halt this comparison um, before it actually happens. All right. So our first tip here is to get clarity on your own goals. So oftentimes when you start to fall down that rabbit hole of comparison, it's because you aren't clear on what you personally should be focusing on or dealing with a lot of ambiguity about the future. So when you aren't sure if you want to stay in your current field, what you want your next step to be, or you're just unsure what the next couple of years will look like, you have less clarity. And as humans, we crave clarity and want to avoid ambiguity. It's just biological. So the best way to combat that is to put the work into figure that out. Think through what you truly want for your career. Don't even think five years from now, if that's too overwhelming for you, just think about what you want your life to look like maybe one year from now. What job or role do you want? Are you wanting to get promoted? Whatever it is, set that goal and make a plan to get there. And once you decide on a goal and are focused on your path and have clarity around your values and your future, you're moving full steam ahead and you just have less energy and time to compare yourself to other people. You're just too busy. So commit to thinking about your future, even just the short term, a year from now and start working towards it. And the other tip is to learn to compare yourself to yourself. So I know that sounds a bit odd, so you have to follow me here. Dave Ramsey, who is an author and radio host, says that the only person you should be comparing yourself to is the you of yesterday. So instead of constantly comparing you and your accomplishments to your coworkers or friends, whoever it is, make a commitment to only measuring your performance against yourself. So you can do that by, let's say, on a weekly basis, evaluating the way that you performed or behaved or showed up the previous week. So examples of that would be checking in with yourself and asking, was I more disciplined this week or better at my time management? Did I show more gratitude or achieve higher metrics? Did I accomplish the tasks I had set out to do? Did I share that one idea? Did I pull the bandaid off and start that thing I've been putting off? Whatever it is, because our jobs all look very different, but evaluate your performance. If you're saying yes to these things or showing improvement from the last time that you did a check-in, then that is progress. And progress and personal improvement is what matters and really how you should be building your self-esteem, not how you stack up against other people. Being able to see that growth and advancement in yourself will keep you focused on the right things. And again, not being tempted to just dwell in all the ways that you're better or worse than those around you. So as I close out here, I want all of you guys to remember one thing, that comparison is the thief of joy. Write that down. Remember it. We can't celebrate our current accomplishments or put the full effort into achieving future ones if we're constantly benchmarking ourselves against other people. It won't change our current situation. While it's definitely helpful to do sometimes because some healthy competition can be good, you shouldn't be allowing yourself to do this consistently. So if you feel that comparison syndrome creeping in, refuse to let yourself be enveloped by it. 
reset your own goals, become rededicated to your own path, and figure out ways to see the progress that you've already been making towards those goals. How can you measure your own growth and progression today? I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode of Housing Manage, and I look forward to talking to you next time. For now, have a great week.